I'm Ebony K. Williams, attorney and host. Welcome to Hold in Court, where we analyze the latest legal headlines that everybody's already talking about. But we dig deep into how the courts impact the culture. We break it all down, going straight from gavel to your newsfeed. And every week, we keep it 100. Right, Dustin? That's right, E. Let's hold court. Okay, Dustin Ross, I'm so excited. I'm such a nerd. It's the first day of school for Ooh, us. Hey, we're back. Backpack, backpack, backpack. I literally bought a nylon backpack. You see okay, that? yes. Backpack Look at on you. The- <laughs> Committed. Committed. Okay? I love it, Ebony. It's like, hi, Mom. Go to school today. Yep. Um, I want to just start, Dustin, by saying how grateful mm-hmm. I am. I mean, this is going to get a little auntie-ish, but I'll be candid. After what happened, all of the happenings with Real Housewives of New York, hmm I show up so grateful mm-hmm. to do this show. Yes. Night and day in terms of the content. But what I'm saying is the freedom, mm-hmm. the freedom that we get on this particular platform. And yes. I know you have this with friends on as well, but just to talk our shit and yep. tell our people what we need them mm-hmm. to know, it's, I'm just excited. Without boundaries, without any pressure of explaining context. Correct. You know, or without any a storyline. You don't have to teach nobody no, nothing. You no, know what I'm saying? No. Over here, you can just have a conversation. That's so it. I, I love this space. I Me welcome too. it and I'm grateful for it too. Me too. I'm, yes. I'm so excited. Excited. I couldn't even sleep. That's how dorky I yeah, am. Yeah, I like, had my clothes laid out. No, listen. Yeah. <laughs> I picked my outfit out. I had two. Okay. <laughs> how did you decide? Well, you know, let's I get just, the process. The first one was shorts and a like a long sleeve crew neck okay. sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. You was giving warm le- for you that. were giving leg. A little bit, little yeah. bit, little leggy, you know. <laughs> uh, but it was a little bit too warm for that, so I went with the opposite: a long mm-hmm. pant and a short a nice sleeve t-shirt. shirt. Yeah, let's say cool. Let, yeah, I would say let your armpits breathe. You know, like breathe yeah. and stop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what I'm you trying know. to do. Okay. okay. I love it. Um, <laughs> I, I picked my outfit out too because I wanted to give a little um, pop of color. I was about to say those the colors face. are stunning on you, Ebony. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Boo Boo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is so exciting. So a couple other things I wanted to uh, put out here before we get to the nitty gritty yes. of, of our first episode, our first episode I know season it. I know two. It. I know it. I'm so fucking excited. Yes. Okay. Um, I was texting with our dear friend and your casting director for this show, Natalie. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> hey, Natalie, baby. <laughs> <laughs> she's so excited and uh you know she was like i can't wait to see what y'all are gonna talk about yep. we went to brunch yesterday she was trying to get the rundown i was like bitch you tried it Gotta absolutely wait. not uh-huh. yeah um <laughs> and i was like you know i do have a goal mm-hmm. for each episode and i wanted to share this with you and i wanted to share it with our jurors who are joining us back for this new season dustin um every episode of holding core y'all this is what i want y'all to do i want y'all to laugh right i want you to hopefully learn something especially that and I really want you to feel like you've got two people in myself and Dustin that are, that are out here in these streets that have your back. Yes. That are looking out for you. That as, you know, the culture moves and the news moves and the headlines move, we are keeping our finger on the pulse yeah. of what the people need to know. Yeah. And if you get that from an episode, that's a full episode. Yeah, that's I agree. A, that's a good episode. I agree 100%. Right? I love that that trust that the audience has in us to, mm-hmm. to share these um, stories and our opinions and that's your it. informed opinion mm-hmm. on these topics. So I, yeah. I think it's great. I'm excited. Okay, so with that, let's get to this docket. Okay, so everybody's excited about this student loan forgiveness plan. Well, not everybody. Let me let me back that up. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, I've seen a couple conversations. Me, listen, listen. Some folk mm-hmm. are excited about this Biden uh, debt relief student plan, and, and 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 we'll get to it. Here's the thing, though, Dustin. Some of y'all spending money y'all ain't really got yet, and mm-hmm. I want to really break down the legality. Mm-hmm. Uh, frankly, y'all might not get a dime from that. 
Um, and I know a lot of people are going to be surprised to hear that. But I really need the people to know what, what the real is mm-hmm. on this student uh, debt relief package from President Biden. Okay. Okay, we got to get into that. We're also going to run down when we get to the docket part, D, uh, the latest on the R. Kelly trial. Now, we're not going to spend too much time on our mm-hmm. uh, aura, mm-hmm. but... I do want people to understand what's going on with this trial, how it's different than the previous trial where he's already been convicted and got 30 years on. Yes. uh, And how we even got to a second trial. There's a lot of confusion. I don't even think people really understand that this is a separate trial and a different charge. Correct. Different jurisdiction. We in Chicago, not New York. So we're going to get all of that straight. Yes. Also, Brittany Griner, um, and I know a lot of people have been really, really missing us uh, in the culture as it relates to this case, Dustin. Yeah, this good sister is just really being held as a prisoner of war. And I just want to quickly hit the facts so people know where she is Mm -hmm. in terms of the legality Mm -hmm. and what opportunities are there for her release. And there are some. So that's the good news. That's good. Okay, but it's going to be a process. So we're going to break that shit down. I ain't going to Russia. (laughs) For nothing. Listen, nothing. Nothing. Not a damn thing. Ebony, please don't go over there and I'm not going to Russia. I don't want you to need my help because I don't want to have to say no. You know what I'm saying? Oh, because you're not please, coming for please. me. I feel that. Please don't go At to Russia. She told me up front. Please. I appreciate that transparency. <laughs> um, and then we're going we to close out with uh, Queen O, uh, mm-hmm. Lady Oprah, um, and folks really playing with her name. And so we're going to get. Um, I can't wait to talk about that one. Mm-hmm. I know you can't. I can see the snidiness on mm-hmm. your face. Because I just. You know. You can't be out here playing with it people's just, names. It's, it's just so simple. It could be so simple. But anyway, go it ahead. But they'd rather. (laughs) Okay, let's get to the student loan of it all. So you you might be surprised to hear, Dustin, that I was inspired to make this our comeback topic um, Mm -hmm. through your good friend's Instagram, uh, good brother Frank Watson. Frank Watson. Shout out to Frank. Shout out to Frank. Yes. We love so, so much. So, so much. Shout out to my fam. Okay, so Frank, like a lot of folks, Mm -hmm. um, having fun on his Instagram, he put up an Instagram story. It was cute. I'm paraphrasing Frank, so forgive me, but it was cute, like uh, what I'm about to go spend my 10Ks on, Uh my 10 racks (laughs) on or whatever. It was cute. Uh Uh, He was being playful, of course. But it made me think, you know, a lot of people are out here really for real, dead ass, making ledgers, dusting, making notes, opening up little messages and shit in their phone allocating how they're about to spend this ten or 20000 if you had a Pell Grant, mm-hmm. money that they really believe they're about to get from their government. And I really don't want to be the bearer of bad news. But I need to tell the people the truth, Dustin. Mm-hmm. The reality is it is a very, very realistic chance that y'all might not get shit. Mm-hmm. And I need to tell you why that's the case. All right, so y'all remember Schoolhouse Rock? You remember Schoolhouse yes, Rock? Yes, I do. Yes, only a bill. Yes, I'm only. Okay, let's I'm go all the way bill. back. Listen, <laughs> I'm going to go all the way back to Schoolhouse Rock on this one because okay. it's very important that people go back to those three branches of government. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get real geek right fast so people can understand. Y'all, pocketbook issues, the money issue, the bag, if mm-hmm. you will, what, what the government calls commerce, okay. cash. Those issues have to be decided by our Congress. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to say that one more time, y'all. Anything dealing with the money of it all like that, spending, debt, is a congressional issue. Okay. So what that means is that the president, okay, which is the executive branch, literally does not have the authority, Mm -hmm. the political or legal authority to cancel the bag like that, a money-related issue. It's beyond scope is what we call it in the law. It's beyond his political authority. 
So therefore, and Nancy Pelosi, Dustin, kind of told on it all uh, last summer. She was in a press conference and mm-hmm. she was asked about this issue because this is an issue the Democrats have to contend with every election Absolutely. cycle because it's real. Mm-hmm. I'm hand up. Me mm-hmm. and Sally Mae got a long history together. Mm-hmm. I owe the bitch a lot of money. Yeah. OK, so I understand it. You She's know, a low down scallywag. Trifling. Low down. Trifling. Okay. Gutter. Up. A gutter snipe. All the- <laughs> yeah. If we if we will. If we will. <laughs> can't stand you um so for for the record let me be clear that the fuck these loans yes so i'm this is not in defense of student loan debt. at all it's whack it's raggedy fuck it yes that said there's a way we got to do things right and that's what this conversation is about mm-hmm. all right so nancy pelosi in a press conference last year when she was asked you know why is the president not um eradicating this debt with the swipe of his pen she she fucked around and she told the truth i'm a quoter she said this people think the president of the united states has the power for debt forgiveness. He does not. He can postpone. He can delay. But he does not have that power. That has to be an act of Congress. Mm. And that's from the speaker. Okay. Again. It doesn't really get more plain. Than it don't that. get more plain than that. And, yeah. if, and if you don't believe me or nor Nancy Pelosi, which is fine. Uh, go back and watch that Schoolhouse Rock episode. It tells you right <laughs> then. and th- I'm dead ass, Dustin. It tells you right then and there. Who has power to do what? So why do people? So people are associating this responsibility, you know, essentially with the president. But people think it was that a campaign promise, correct? Contingent correct. upon what, Ebony? Contingent upon. Well, here's the thing: it was a campaign promise, and let's break that down real quick. It mm-hmm. was a begrudging mm-hmm. campaign promise. Yeah, I remember Biden, they had to pull yeah, it out of his ass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that. Correct. Yeah, yeah Biden was because Biden knows the T. The T is I really can't do mm-hmm. that. You know. Now, if he had the votes. In the Congress and the United States Senate, you absolutely could do that. But again, I don't even want to get into the litigation, Dustin, of the politics of it. I want our we could do that another time. Let's talk about what's going on. Let's go. Right. So what has happened is Biden because and to note for those who are wondering, of course, Obama thought about this. Like you Mm -hmm. said, this is always a campaign promise that all Democrats give. Yeah. And then Obama had a commission, researched the issue, and they must have went back and watched the schoolhouse rock too. (laughs) Okay. And they concluded Mm -hmm. factually, accurately, it's beyond executive power. Mm -hmm. There there is no power of the pen. I'm going to say it one more time real plain for y'all. There is no power of any presidential pen that will eradicate, erase, wipe out student loan debt period okay it must be an act of congress it falls within the scope of legislative authority period now Mm -hmm. there's a loophole because you know obviously biden has done what he's done now what he did dustin is he's 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 found a a loophole an exception which i'm all about that's what politics is (laughs) finding loopholes ways around shit correct and it's all around covid Mm-hmm. So back in 2003, Congress passed a thing called the HEROES Act. Mm-hmm. The HEROES Act was in response to all the things that were going on around 9-11, mm-hmm. Afghanistan war, the Iraq war. war. And it said this, in, in short, it says that if there is deemed national crisis, then the president can act with that executive order in ways that he ordinarily would not be able to. Okay, And that can include, and this is what they did back in 2003 during that Iraq war, Afghanistan war, national crisis time. 
education secretary was given the authority <clears throat> to absolutely uh, waive and repeal financial aid programs, student loan, all that shit during war times. Mm-hmm. So Biden and his team said, okay, if we did it then during wartime, COVID is as national of a disaster as you can we've get. seen, yeah. right? We should be able to apply the same rationale mm-hmm. and say because of COVID and all of the devastation it has caused our nation, we should be able to apply that same exception. Mm-hmm. And I should be able to use my executive pen to wipe out the educational debt in the basically in the name of COVID. Mm-hmm. Is that that's making sense? Perfect sense. Okay, great. So that's what they've done. So, that, but for COVID, I just want people to be real clear: there is no executive order around this year. Period. Mm-hmm. But because of COVID, which is a horrific circumstance, mm-hmm. but one that provides an opportunity. Yes. For the president to act in this way. That's how we got this student loan forgiveness plan from Biden in the first place. Mm-hmm. So now that everybody's clear on that, this is not ordinary. It is the direct byproduct of a devastating thing called COVID that allows an exception. Right. That's where we are. Here's the other half of that. Because of all that and the way in which it came about, it's, it's, it's ripe, it's open, it's vulnerable, Dustin, to a whole bunch of lawsuits, mm. a whole bunch of legal challenge. So this goes back to the Frank Watson of it all. Uh, we can't be spending his money yet because cause what's about to happen, I can pretty much hang my hat on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, that shit about to be tied up in the courts for a long time. A long time. Yeah, so y'all, please sit down. Get get offline. Get get Put that shit back out your cart. Um, uh, stay out the Linux. Stay out. <laughs> no, for real, because I don't really want to, you know, and, and, and that's like kind of like the light of it all. I know some people were really counting on this 10 and 20,000 to pay off debt, to pay for childcare, to pay for healthcare bills. And it sucks because people really are excited. And I hate to tell y'all slow, slow down, relax, because it's, it's unfortunately not a sure thing that y'all are going to get one dollar. We're not even talking, Dustin, about the people that said the 10 or 20 wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. Right. The people that said and, and this is a, a fair argument. Black women, uh, because we are the most educated demographic in the nation. Shout out to black women. <laughs> but we're also disproportionately the most in debt because of that. And underpaid. Underpaid. So that you part. Pay your way out the debt. Yeah. It's all a shit show. But before we get to all that litigation, mm-hmm. was it enough? Does it target black women enough? Da, 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 da. Are people going to get a cent? We got to deal with that part. So my question becomes this, because mm-hmm. I never, as this conversation has been taking place, I never even imagined it to be a check or a, a lump sum of money that one would receive. I just thought it would be a reduction of your balance. Well, that's correct. Yes. But people, you know, people that actually plan to pay the debt. <laughs> okay. Let's talk. Let's talk about them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Because, <laughs> you know, I saw a tweet That's going a around special category. like, uh, mm-hmm. to be honest, I've been forgave my student <laughs> Ebony, when I tell you I hollered, I was hollering, okay? I'm going to just have to be quiet on that one. Because, you know, deferment is a real thing. But I, yeah. you know. But okay. no, that is that is so real. Mm-hmm. But for those that really had a plan to repay it. <laughs> yes. God bless y'all. <laughs> um, this feels like income. Mm-hmm. Because now that's 10000 or 20000 off your to-do list. Right. That you're Which now allocating. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. To do other things with. And I'm just trying to tell y'all, relax on that. Don't do the other shit. Don't do the yet. other shit you shit. Literally. And I'm telling you this because I love y'all for real. Right. Uh, <laughs> I love Our that. sweet babies. Our sweet babies. <laughs> uh, I love y'all for real. And I need you to not uh, conclude the finality of that ten or 20000 mm-hmm. forgiveness. Because this is what's about to happen legally, Dustin. Um, it's about to be all kind of lawsuits, uh, and you do have to have particular what we call legal standing. So not anybody can sue 
but a lot of people can sue. Mm-hmm. So the legal standing to bring a suit in this case has to has to hinge on people that are going to suffer financial harm because of this mm-hmm. forgiveness plan. Mm-hmm. So what, who do, who would that be? That would be obviously the loan companies yes. themselves. Yes. But I'm going to tell you who else that could be. That could be somebody because like part of the debt uh, forgiveness plan, y'all, of course, is people you have to make 125 individually or, or less. Or less. Mm-hmm. So let's, what about the person that makes 126 mm-hmm. or 128? Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, that's arbitrary, mm-hmm. you know, fuck out of here. So because I make 1,000, 3,000, 10,000 more, I'm not forgiven. Nah, fuck that. I want forgiveness, too. That person can bring a suit. Of course. Of course. These these sorts of situations always open the door to people who will be able to manipulate the opportunity to challenge this. Sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or, this, or find a way mm-hmm. to benefit, you know, mm-hmm. um, even though they shouldn't they'll find yeah. a way to be, try to benefit that's the game that's the People game that's that. the process yeah. that's what it is so because of of that now the the likelihood of that suit being successful we don't know mm-hmm. i'm not here i don't have no crystal ball dust yep. but i can't tell y'all what the courts are gonna do that's also enough motivation though for people to go ahead and make those suits because the yeah. we don't damn know because you know we don't I mean? know so they're coming that's mm-hmm. what i'm trying to tell y'all whether we want them to come whether it's bullshit or not don't matter yeah they're coming it's a time game it's a it's 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 an inevitable time game dustin ross these financial institutions are mad uh people that are right at the cusp are mad i'm gonna tell you else who could who could file suit technically uh, this is this package in one of the critiques I've heard in my social circle, Dustin, are over-educated, over-in-debt asses as we are. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is really geared towards people with undergraduate debt. Mm-hmm. If you have, like myself, law mm-hmm. school debt, medical school mm-hmm. debt, um, P- PhD, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, MBA debt, mm-hmm. this doesn't touch any of that. Yeah. So those are, those are that's a whole category of, of people in debt that could bring a suit that says, you know, essentially, and here's the T on this too. Now, most of y'all know this, but I'm going to remind y'all. Again, fuck these loans. I hate them. Right. But this forgiveness, the money don't go away. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, the reality is we'll all, as taxpayers, have to come out of pocket just a bit more Mm -hmm. to cover the expense of this forgiveness. And those are the people, Dustin, that are going to potentially bring a legal claim Mm -hmm. that are going to sue around this forgiveness package and say that a, the president is over scope Mm -hmm. uh, of his uh, going back to the school schoolhouse rock of it all that he's extended uh, beyond his executive authority, that this is an act of Congress Mm -hmm. that should be required for this type of action. And B, even if we say the COVID of it all allows for this exception, it's too arbitrary in nature. I'm being punished for the collegiate debt of others, and I'm not with it. So all of that legal hoopla is going to tie this shit up for years. So y'all sit tight. I'm hoping that that it passes legal muster for those that can benefit from it. Absolutely. Because I'm not a hater, even though I don't benefit me. That's the difference between you and (laughs) a lot of these fools that I've seen on Fox News, you Mm know, um, completely in opposition to this. Um, who but, but, have, but taking them PPP loans, taking the shit out them PPP loans, okay? <laughs> right, right. But and also who did not complain one time when the banks got bailed out, when the auto, airlines got auto bailed industry. out. Auto industry, of course. You know what I'm saying? They're just haters. The, so this is, yeah. and, and that is that is so. Um, it's such a turnoff to me. I yeah. just hate to see people motivated by that, and it really yeah. makes me hate. 
um, these conservative people, talking totally. heads who are speaking on this and really um, just confusing people. And they do it. Right, I was going to say, yeah. and that's why holding court exists, y'all. Going yeah. back to uh, to some shameless self promotion of our Come show. on, this where if, if it's anywhere, <laughs> then we're gonna promote this motherfucker. It's, it's right, right here. here. Okay. Okay. Because I've been in that cable news space, yep. and even though I was trying to fight the good fight and tell the truth, it's a lot of noise yep. out there. Okay, that's what it is. And trust me, that's what. That's they how want. they bank on it. Yeah. That's how they produce the show. That's how they make their money. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all, it's everybody's in business. Mm-hmm. This show exists. So when you want to take a break from the noise of all of the cable news of it all and all the talking heads and all the bullshit, fake ass, fugazi, theatrical, performative debates, because that's a lot of what that is. people in the world, by the way. And that's with glam. Them conservatives. And that's with glam. Oh, my God. They look like they woke up with a cramp. I Every would see some see people in the elevators, Dustin, mm-hmm. before we got to the makeup room. Like, my Bitch, God. oh my God. All of them look like Lot's wife. Remember she turned into that pillar. <laughs> so they all look like they turned around. Yeah. So that aside, mm-hmm. when you really want to know what the fuck is going on. Come right on the holding court. Come on the holding court. How will this affect me? Will this affect me? And beyond what they're talking about in those spaces, which may or may not be true. Sometimes it's the truth, mm-hmm. but they're leaving little gaps out. Mm-hmm. And these blind spots matter. Again, mm-hmm. I'm not saying Biden's bill is right or wrong or excuse me, his executive order is right or wrong. I'm not I'm not You're even speaking on that. telling what it is. I'm telling what it is. And what it and isn't. What, and what it isn't and what's going to be. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, if y'all don't take shit else from this conversation, know that the president's executive order around loan forgiveness has been signed by the president. It now has to survive judicial scrutiny. That's that third branch of government. Yep. We got legislative, executive, executive and, and judicial. judicial. So now the judicial part, because let's start at the beginning. Uh, the legislative wouldn't act. Mm-hmm. That, and that's the politics of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, the Senate is right now 50-50, literally split with Kamala Harris being the tiebreaker. So that's not a majority to get you where you need to be in terms of legislative action on student all. loan debt. Uh, we about to go up at these midterms. Spoiler alert, it's probably about to be a fucking bloodbath, okay? So there's no congressional action around this issue. So the president, to his credit, to his team's credit, now we could talk about the purity of the motivation, but we did won't. Did his part. Right, 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 mm-hmm. right, 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 right. He did what he, quote, could, mm-hmm. okay? But will it actually impact, Dustin? Will it actually afford economic relief to the people that need it? It remains an outstanding question. And I need the people to know that. Because until the judiciary, which means the federal appellate and might even go up to the United States Supreme Court. Them motherfuckers. And we know what that looks like, 6-3. Even with the good sister Mm -hmm. on there, Mm -hmm. okay? If that happens, they will strike this shit down. And if it's stricken, stricken. Stricken, yeah. We're going to stricken. They know what the fuck you meant. If it's stricken down. If they say fuck that shit. Right. <laughs> there you go, Ebony. Come on with it. Because you got the momentum now. I, I ain't going to let you drop it. They, they know what you meant. Come on, let it out. <laughs> if, they, <laughs> if they say fuck that shit, yes. um, unfortunately, we're going to be back to square one. Yep. And I'm again, it's not saying giving up hope. We're going to talk about the legal process a lot more in season two, too. For those that yep. are wondering, I want to walk y'all through the process. Justice denied is, uh, excuse me, justice delayed is not justice de- denied. Mm-hmm. And although this executive order from Biden might not work, it might, mm-hmm. but it might not work. That's why the politics of the local elections, of the uh, congressional elections, of the U.S. Senate election matter so much. Because yep. if y'all serious and y'all hear this, 
If y'all are serious about wanting debt relief around all this predatory, ridiculous-ass student loan debt, mm-hmm. and I'm right there with you, mm-hmm. we got to get Congress to fucking move. You got to put the pieces on the chessboard. That's it. Which is you got to put people in position. Vote by voting. By voting, and yes. by voting not just for the president. No. And we talk about this all the time, Dustin. The president is important, but but the president really ain't even the most important motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Really, truth be told. Yeah. Okay? It is really these United States senators, to an extent these Congress people. And you got to understand, again, I'm not stripping power or importance from the presidency, but you have to know, y'all. We have to know who can do what. Mm-hmm. And when mm-hmm. there is limitations to what a president can do. And that's where Congress matters. That's where the United States Senate, especially that fucking Senate yep. matters. That yep. is an extremely powerful body. Critically important. Critically important. Mm-hmm. And then that judiciary. Mm-hmm. Because again, remember, you don't sit on the Supreme Court unless who approves you? The Senate. Yep. Okay. So it's, see how it's all this shit works yep. together. So that's the T on that. Um, Shout out to Frank Watson for motivating the segment, My helping produce. Frank. If I didn't like going to the club so much and partying with Frank, I'll run for Senate, goddamn. <laughs> okay. And listen, the people, okay. that would be, what was that Chris Rock movie? A head of State? Head of State. You better know it. Okay. We about to have Head of State with Dustin Ross. That's Ross. right. And I'm going to clear it up. Okay? All the way up. I love it. You I tell, love you it. Mean I love it. it. You think I wouldn't be cussing their ass out in that damn. But the First thing- of all. Okay. <laughs> be, you know, Ebony. I'll I can't wait for the State of the Union with Dustin Ross. <laughs> okay. That's going to be the real team. <laughs> Uh, let's get to uh, Aura right quick. Yes. Okay, so everybody remembers, and we covered this. Did we cover it on season yeah. one? Yeah, we covered mm-hmm. season one. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> let me go back in my archives. Season one, we told y'all. Yes, we definitely told y'all that he was going to trial. He yep. had several trials coming up. He ended up being convicted in the New York federal uh, trial and was sentenced to 30 years. So that's yep. that. That is put a bow on it. That shit is done. Now, some of you might be saying, well, then why are they bothering trying him again I, I mean this is real this is what people are saying Dustin mm-hmm. you know if he already doing 30 a 30 year bid what's the point mm-hmm. well I'm gonna tell you the point the point is this if it was your daughter or if it was you or your son because let's, let's stop this shit That's right true. now they keep overlooking mm-hmm. the fact that there were not one just one okay you're correct but multiple young, young boys men. boys you're right boys young boys yes. that were a part of this that that have come forward and yes. said that they, they have were been victims, victims. Of R. Kelly's sexual crimes. So I just want to be clear on that because That's people love that. missing that. Mm-hmm. The people who are ignoring the glaring, you know, red flags in this whole conversation anyway. Sure. They like to, you know, skip over But that's that. the homophobia of it all. Yeah. Yeah, of and, course. And uh, we calling that shit out. Good but for go you. Ahead, no, no, no. And that's why yeah. Dustin Ross is on this motherfucking <laughs> show. To catch all the shit. That's right. Okay. So you're exactly right. So if it was your son, mm-hmm. your daughter, or you... You will want justice in your case. Yep. So that's very important. People need to really understand justice is on an individual basis. Mm-hmm. We ain't doing no collective justice in mm-hmm. this bitch, okay? That is an individual thing. So that's part of why he's being tried in these separate jurisdictions um, for various crimes. Yep. So right now he's looking at 13 charges in Chicago, Dustin. This is a federal um, prosecution, which we'll get to the significance of that in a moment. Uh, those 13 charges include child pornography. We're looking at enticing a minor to engage in criminal sexual activity and conspiracy to obstruct justice. Okay. This case centers. Go, let's go back to the, to the, to the P tape. Okay. To the urination tape. Mm-hmm. that we've, you, you saw the tape. Unfortunately. I saw the tape. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember Years being ago. in school. Yeah. Because yeah. this was circa, y'all, this tape and all of this. 
three, four? Three and four. Yeah. Exactly. And so by the time it made it to trial for Mm -hmm. the first time in Chicago, where he was being prosecuted around urinating on this 14-year-old minor Mm -hmm. and all of the other tangential crimes associated with him at the time, that was in 2008, Dustin. So you got to go back 14 years ago. He was tried in Chicago State Court, important distinction, Chicago state attorney, Cook County, Mm -hmm. state prosecutors tried R. Kelly in 2008 for this same offense Mm -hmm. and a collection of them, actually. He was acquitted. Why was he acquitted, Dustin? He was acquitted because back then, Mm -hmm. the 14-year-old young lady refused to testify. She didn't say if it was her on the tape. She didn't say it was her. As a matter of fact, what she She told the grand jury was she said it wasn't me. Mm -hmm. That's what she said back then. Yeah. Because of that, the jurors eventually said that they felt something was fucked up, but they really could not, um, with good confidence, beyond a reasonable doubt, say it was her, mm-hmm. her age. And so because of that, the case fell apart and he was acquitted. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. For those that want to know why he was acquitted back then, that's why. Yeah. With some of this shit, people, if, you, if you're going to have an opinion on this, you should know this stuff. I thought people knew that, but they are They don't want to know. Yeah, exactly. they don't want to know. Like, come on. They want to step in the name of love. Exactly. Is it that damn? Is music that damn? They want a chocolate factory. It is good music. It's I ain't great gonna hold music. You. But, but you said I ain't going to hold you. Yeah, I ain't going to hold you. But it ain't that damn good yeah. to excuse not, him not, fucking not, kids. And not, That's no. what that is. He was fucking Ch- kids. Ch- children. Yeah, literally children. That's okay. gross. Go ahead, Ebony. I'm sorry. No, you're absolutely right about that. So, it's a, uh, it's a new day, and it's different facts now. So now the the young lady who was 14, young girl, 14 years old on the sex tape is now coming forward and she's testifying this time, Dustin, mm-hmm. that's different. She's testifying that, yes, that was me. I was 14 and all these things happened to me. In addition to her testimony, uh, a woman named Lisa Van Allen, mm-hmm. she was an ex-girlfriend, a grown-ass woman he was uh, fucking around with, but he also had that woman basically co-conspiring with in him in it. the crimes. Mm-hmm. She was also sexually engaging with this 14-year-old girl, and she claims that she did not know the young girl was only 14 at the time. That's what she says. You knew she wasn't 24, bitch. Right. So what are you talking about? I ain't know she was 14. You knew she wasn't grown. Thirsty. That's, that's um, but crazy. She's, she's, she's testifying this time. She's also testifying, D, that she, oh, that she took tapes mm-hmm. from R. Kelly when he was not around and that she is being threatened by him and his goons around her possession of those tapes. He still got enough money to have a goon squad? You know, people be gooning for $500, Dustin. I guess that's true. You mm-hmm. know, it's a mess. So all of that stuff's going down. Um, some other things that make this case uh, right now in Chicago different than the one in New York and the one back in 2008 in Chicago. Okay. He's got two co-defendants this time. This is new. Mm-hmm. This is the first time Robert Kelly is being tried in, in alongside mm-hmm. defendants, co-defendants. Uh, a man named Daryl McDavid and Milton Brown are co-defendants, and they are uh, basically the goons. Okay. okay. T- two of them, at least. Um, and aiding him, covering up, giving $200,000, $250,000 to various individuals mm-hmm. to find tapes, collect tapes, destroy tapes. Doesn't they're saying that they, they were even given polygraphs. I don't know where the hell you get a street polygraph what? from, but <laughs> they were allegedly giving polygraphs to the tape snatchers to make sure that they turn over all the tapes. You can't make this shit up. Mm-hmm. This is insane. So all of this was happening um, right now. Everybody, including Robert Kelly, Darrell uh, McDavid and Milton Brown are all uh, pleading not guilty. They're all saying that they are innocent of these charges. I want to address this before we move on to Brittany Griner. Okay. Double jeopardy. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people are saying, well, I don't understand, Ebony. I watch a, a little little TV. <laughs> okay. I watch a little Law and Order. Mm-hmm. And I thought that if someone is found not guilty, 
you can't retry them for, for the, the same, same thing. Mm-hmm. And that would be accurate. Mm-hmm. The only reason that this is happening to R. Kelly right now, where he is essentially being retried for the same criminal act, the urinating and um, molestation and, and re- basically uh, statutory raping of this 14-year-old girl, is because it's in a different jurisdiction. That was a state trial back in 2008. Cook County um, prosecutors fucked up. Mm-hmm. This is the feds. This is the federal government coming in and saying we have new evidence, which, of course, is a willing victim Mm -hmm. willing to testify this go round and we can handle this case differently. I'm cautioning y'all around this because don't get spoiled by this representation. Don't think you can hesitate around participating in the conviction of someone who's wronged you right now. And 14 years later, change your mind and think that this is very unique. And I'm going to tell you the truth. If this this was not R. Kelly, it wouldn't be happening. Okay. Thank you, because that was going to be my next question. Why then is this taking place? Because it's R. Kelly, and he's a huge celebrity, Mm -hmm. and the national attention and the the professional reputations of the prosecutors that can be. It's a lot in here. Mm -hmm. That's the truth, Dustin. People have different different motivations, different agendas, Mm -hmm. and this is not in defense of R. Kelly. This is just telling the full truth. Of what's going on. Correct. Yeah. Okay, so if this wasn't R. Kelly, Mm -hmm. if this wasn't a million cameras and a million pieces of media and all of that hype, this 14-year-old girl then would still have no justice. That's the point. That's why I need my jurors to understand, Dustin. You know, this this is essentially what we call in the law a second bite at the apple. Mm. And it doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. And it's only happening now because it's a high-profile celebrity being involved. So if this is just Joe, Joe Buster Brown on the street, who's a rapist and a child molester, once he's acquitted, that's it. So what knocked the first domino over, Ebony, to even start this second trial as far as it, who who even solicited the young lady to even come back as now? Sure, uh, yeah. sure, How sure. did all that... The, the, like, the, the true tea on that is the documentary was hugely influential. Okay. So Surviving R. Kelly, tw- 2019 uh, documentary, mm-hmm. hugely influential. All of that kind of stoked... The motivations mm-hmm. of all these different, especially the federal feds don't fuck around with what they consider small cases. Mm-hmm. So let's start with that. So once the documentary uh, went internationally viral, mm-hmm. everybody is paying more attention. Mm-hmm. So R. Kelly, you know, and R. Kelly's interesting, right? Because R. Kelly is a global superstar. But in some ways, R. Kelly's like a black celebrity. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know exactly. You know what, what you I mean? mean? Yes. He's different than Michael Jackson, Mm -hmm. you know, where they're already invested. Mm -hmm. He's different than, you know, Michael Jordan. He's just different. Mm -hmm. He's 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 more of a that's a kind of a black folks Mm -hmm. issue is really Mm -hmm. how the government should be seeing him. But once that documentary, Dustin, went as globally influential and impactful as it did, everybody stood at attention Mm -hmm. in a new way. So now people are. Um, making calls. People are finding out who's willing to testify now that wasn't before. That's, to answer your mm-hmm. question directly, how the ball got rolling. And then once New York got involved, because New York feds, it's like the feds already have like 98, 99.9% uh, conviction rate. Yeah. But New York feds are even better than that. Mm-hmm. So once New York was willing to take it on, quiet is kept, Chicago feds felt shame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and there's don't don't and get it twisted. Already so raggedy, right? Chicago, Cook yeah. County. Oh my God, a mess, child. So there is a little bit of kind of inter jurisdictional competition 
with and these prosecutors. Just to be clear, yeah. not the city of Chicago oh, of or the people. Not. I'm talking about the Chicago police. The infrastructure. The infrastructure. Yeah. Just to be clear, I love Chicago. Love My family is in Chicago. I'm talking about them. the leadership. Yes. yes. The prosecutor's mm-hmm. office, the DA's office, yeah, the that's damn what's a mess. Uh, Lori's ass yes. is a mess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry if y'all Lori family, but she a mess. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, so that's what's going on with R. Kelly. So, okay. final take on that. If you if, if something's happened to you or someone you love and you have an opportunity to cooperate with the con- uh, prosecution, cooperate yeah. the first time. Mm-hmm. Because unless it's R. Kelly mm-hmm. or Michael Jackson or somebody high profile like that, you will likely not get another opportunity. Wow. Yeah, people, see, people are missing that part. This is fascinating, that. Ebony. Yeah, you know, that's why we do the show, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brittany Griner, I know, devastating. Um, I think a lot of people, Dustin, are are, are in disbelief that this Olympian, because mm-hmm. that's what she is, mm-hmm. this patriot, is literally still over in Russia incarcerated. She actually, for those that um, have been keeping track of this, she was initially arrested, Dustin, in Russia back in February. We are now damn near in September to just give you some scope of the timeline. This woman has been behind bars not in no cushy, cute cell in Russia, mm-hmm. in Putin's Russia, mm-hmm. since February. Why? Because they found um, just some vape canisters, not even actual product, not even actual plant, just vape canisters containing a bit of cannabis oil in her luggage while she was over there for work. Because, of course, she was playing in Russia uh, to supplement her uh, disrespectful ass wages mm-hmm. right from the WNBA mm-hmm. so that's the facts on that uh, she of course was sentenced we you know this was recent uh, you know it broke the internet nine years for that little bit of infraction wild that I just because she did end up pleading guilty to it because yeah. she's like okay I guess I was in possession of yeah. the oil because I have chronic pain whoop de whoop de whoop de whoop I had no idea I was breaking law whoop de whoop whoop they didn't give a fuck about none of that Dustin mm-hmm. they sent we it got to this woman black American <laughs> Queer, ass. queer, yeah. six foot tall mm-hmm. ass, nine years, which the max is ten. So they gave her almost the max. Uh, for contextual sake, jurors normally in Russia, if this was a Russian national who had been convicted of this, experts say it would have been closer to five, which is still, which is still uh, egregious, gross, yeah, grossly, grossly egregious, egregious, horrific. Um, so now what? I feel confident in saying Brittany will be home. Mm. I feel confident in saying Brittany will be home in the next six months. I wish I could say sooner. Mm-hmm. What is that going to look like? Um, number one, she's she has appealed her criminal conviction there. So that, that's a necessary kind of get the ball rolling part. Um, I don't think that her release is going to come through legal tactics. I think it's going to come through politics. I think mm-hmm. it's going to come through a prisoner exchange that this president Biden is going to have to orchestrate. Um, I think it's going to be grossly unfair to the American uh, position, I think that he's going to have to give them back some fucking murderer, terrorist mm-hmm. piece of shit, probably three or even four of them in order for us to get back our one. Basically, um, whatever iconic. they want. Basically, they have all the because they have all the yeah. leverage. Yeah. That's why they gave her nine years. So now that they are operating with her as a prisoner of war of this Ukrainian war that America is on the opposite side of Russia on. And Russia said, okay, you want to play it like that? We got your, we got your Olympian. So what the fuck are you going to do now? Yeah. We have your administration in a stronghold, Biden. 
So now you have to give us what what we want, and and they do. And um, you know that. Actually, I really, really like Dennis Rodman in terms of a player and mm-hmm. like culturally and you and know, legacy. Legacy. Yeah. He was one of the first, you know, kind of modern era black men to really push gender boundary. Yeah. I mean, he's he's actually iconic, and that's mm-hmm. a whole other conversation. But. Dennis, if you don't sit your black ass down. You don't have the range, bro. You don't have the range. I know you done had these little conversations with your boy over in uh, North Korea and all this shit, and now you think you're an international diplomat. Sir, you're not. You are not. Sir, you're not. Um, Have a seat and let the professionals bring our sister home. Yeah. So that's that's it on Brittany. Oh, Lord, have mercy. How does that land, by the way, when you hear it like that? It, 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 it is refreshing because it at least is some sort of information. People are so mm-hmm. torn up about this because they don't know what's going on. There's nothing right. going on, no conversation other than the fact that she's fucking locked up in Russia yeah. um, and vulnerable for so many reasons, right? So many reasons. So many reasons. Yeah. And people I mean, want her home. Because Russia is an extremely racist territory. Mm-hmm. It's an extremely homophobic mm-hmm. territory. It's just dangerous as fuck. Yep. You know, KBG, get out of here. Yeah. You know? So, um, I, yeah. Oh my so God. this is this is an administration issue. Make no bones about it. This is way past the law, y'all. This is this is wartime politics. Well, you know what? That's damn it. Let's, so then let's play the game yeah. because I'm tired of the of our democratic administration that's in place Call right now. Call them out. Being in at being so passive. Yeah. When it comes to the people that they're dealing with, um, the people that are attacking everything that they're trying to do. I'm Correct. tired of them playing so clean. It's time to it's oh, time to get yeah. in the dirt. You know what I'm saying? In ways that are up That matches the circumstance. That's what I'm saying. That's like, all it is. On, play the game then. If y'all got to get her ass out, yeah. play the game. But don't just don't just take this laying down. Well, that's the problem with this, um, the party in general. Again, you know, we, we, we don't really lead into the politics here on holding court. Right. But in general, I, I don't think many people would disagree with us, Dustin. Yeah. If, if you know, if, if it's terrorism at play, you have to, 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 to meet the moment. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think people are exhausted mm-hmm. with this, you know, Going high when they go low, mm-hmm. um, trying to hold on to standards of diplomacy mm-hmm. and 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 you know kind of elements of decorum. Mm-hmm. There is no fucking decorum right now, and this is one thing that the Republicans do very well, Dustin. You know they they do really whatever the fuck it takes, yeah. to get their agenda passed. Which is why we're in this this position, any of vulnerability with Putin. In the first, in the first place. damn place, because the last motherfucker that exactly was in there right. completely ignored everything and just well, he went was so rogue. happy getting his ass kicked, yeah, uh, kissed and kissed. kicked and, and both yeah. of them at the same time. Yep, which his ass is a terrible place to be. I can't yeah. even imagine. My God, like he is one of the worst looking. <laughs> what kind people. of life do you have to live to end up in My that God. position? You know what I'm saying? Oh it ain't God. worth the all the money in the well, world. Look at Melania; mm-hmm. she ready to go still, even with the money. Anyway, but yeah, like. When when the circumstance calls for combat, Be show up in combat. Yes, absolutely. It, it's it absolutely. is it is it is something that will build trust, which is something that's so important right now. Right. Nobody trusts the government whatsoever. You know, no. for good reason, for right? Excellent reason for for a verifiable record of excellent reasons. However, uh, absolutely, if you want to counteract that, yes. this is a great opportunity to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show, show, show the constituents of America and show the black electorate in particular, mm-hmm. which um, you have to, to, to entirely be responsible for your election, President Biden. That when it counts, you show the fuck up for us. This is a great opportunity to show that. I agree. We shall see.
last but not least, um, Lady O. Uh, mm-hmm. The queen of, of really all of media and daytime talk in particular, Miss Oprah Winfrey, has sued uh, a podcast. Uh, it is called Oprah Demics. So let me start with the good news here. Yeah. That's, that's actually, <laughs> yeah, if y'all could really feel Dustin's energy right now, it's, just, it's, it's, it's incredible. What's on your heart space before I get to these facts? Uh, get to the facts. First, okay, and then we can run it because this represents and ties into a much bigger mm. conversation for me yep. personally than some shit that I'm really sick of. So people have been playing with your name, no, oh, just okay. lazy podcast, oh. and I know you will. <laughs> That's why me and you us yeah. never part. Mm-hmm. But I, just lazy podcasting, okay. My key data ain't no yeah. ocean, ain't no sea, okay. But that I just part. this this is. Yeah. Um, it just it speaks I to feel the conversation you. of and the lazy, exactly podcast. lazy podcast. That's all. What is ironic with this particular one? Um, this lawsuit, by the way, y'all, is basically Oprah Winfrey and her massive team mm-hmm. are suing uh, this new podcast called Oprah Demics. Uh, and she's suing them. This is Harpo Inc., of course. Uh, they are suing Oprah Demics. And the creators of that podcast are uh, two black women, Kelly Carter Jackson mm-hmm. and Leah Wright Rigger. Now, full disclosure, I have a very casual acquaintance with Leah Wright Rigger. And both of these women, Leah and Kelly, are brilliant mm-hmm. academic black women. They are both doctorates. They uh, they both have PhDs of sorts. They both are college professors and mm-hmm. the Ivy League. I mean, these are highly esteemed black women, which begs the question why they would think for one second mm-hmm. that um, the ability to play with anyone's name, let alone Oprah Winfrey's name, would fly. But I have a theory, okay, which I'm going to share after I want to hear your take on it. But but here's the, the legal facts, and, and then we'll hear Dustin's heart space on this. Um, Oprah and Harpo are not asking for money. Mm-hmm. They're not asking for damages, the, uh, which I think is important to highlight, Dustin, because when people normally hear lawsuit, they automatically think it's money. Yep. Sometimes when someone's as rich as Oprah. Yeah. <laughs> It ain't about the money. <laughs> it's not about the money. Mm-mm. It's not about the money. Uh, she's filing for basically a, an injunction, which is a legal term that means stop it. Mm-hmm. Smack that hand. Change the name of this show. Y'all can keep. Now, the nature of the show, the reason it's called Oprah Demics is because it's essentially the whole show, all the content is a love letter to Oprah Winfrey mm-hmm. and all that she's been to the culture and all that she's been to daytime talk and all, you know, they, they're basically. Um, I think what rehashing or, you know, the archives of Oprah episodes mm-hmm. um, and you'll get into all the reasons why that's actually inappropriate um, <laughs> unless you have a binding collaborative agreement to repurpose legendary content made by Oprah Winfrey. Um, so there's that part. Uh, so Oprah is trademarked. The actual letter O is trademarked. That's some boss shit. I mean, you can't say the letter O without triggering trademark infringement from Oprah and Harpo. That's some boss shit. And it makes perfect sense. Yes. Because when you think about Oprah Winfrey, what's the first thing you think about? Oh, her that's name. What I was her and name the and o. the letter O. Lady O, daytime queen of talk O, Oprah. Oprah. The Oprah effect. It's literally the, the brand, Oprah effect. Oprah. But it triggers financial currency. Yes. It triggers money being yes. spent because Oprah spent well over 20 plus years, Dustin. As, and we grew up on Oprah, yes. right? And so did these. These women are our contemporaries. Yep. We are in the same age group. So we know the brand momentum and power of Oprah. Mm-hmm. You know, you, I could write a book. It's fine. 
it's on Oprah's book list, bitch, it's number one. Yep. Autumn, overnight. Yep. Overnight. Um, so Oprah knows this. Oprah's team knows this. I can't imagine these two women uh, did not know this, but we'll get to that. So talk a little bit for me, Dustin, when you saw this headline, what was your initial reaction? My initial reaction was, here we go again, right? Oh. Someone else has made a misstep in the world of podcasting that is going to now contribute to this conversation that is taking place about people just, you know, willy-nilly getting podcasts. Mm-hmm. And as someone who has been in this mm-hmm. game for almost eight years, yes. you know yeah. what I mean? Traveled globally. All of those things, it really is. It pisses me off if yep. I'm speaking freely when Please people um, demean and discount, you know, the the value of podcasting mm-hmm. in the media space. Yep. And as people are not zooming out and, and taking the time to create bigger ideas, like their idea of a podcast about the archives of the Oprah Winfrey show, mm-hmm. brilliant. Mm-hmm. Do your due diligence, ladies, and you all are, are highly, highly educated, educated women who are, I'm sure are smart, mm-hmm. okay, and who have thought this idea out to that point. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to continue thinking the idea out. This is great. You have an idea mm-hmm. about a show, um, about a podcast uh, topic that mm-hmm. can now be evergreen. Absolutely. You can now go back into the archives of not just Oprah, but several other popular talk shows Listen, of back I'm, in the I'm day. I'm here for the Sally Jesse Raphael you know, one. And make this about you. Yeah. This is my theory, and it's only a theory. Theory. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I've not spoken to Leah, nor um, do I even know Kelly. Mm-hmm. I think because they are both so brilliant, mm-hmm. there's no way they didn't think this through. Mm-hmm. There's no way you even have a discussion because we we know mm-hmm. the process. There's no way you even have a discussion with a production company or a producer team and no one flags the obvious legal um, challenges from using Oprah Demics in your title didn't happen. So this is what I think. And I, I'm not even necessarily, prepar- I don't know that I'm mad at it just because I'm pragmatic like mm-hmm, this, Dustin. Mm-hmm. This is an issue where you can't unring the bell. Mm-hmm. So let's say we play this out. Let's say I want to do um, uh, the, the, the Michael Jackson um uh, docket of it all mm-hmm. and I wanted and and, and, and and like you say brilliant I, I do a whole podcast mm-hmm. that's just about you know unpacking the legal uh, woes of, of, of the great legendary Michael Jackson and I want to name the podcast uh, MJ's uh, Legal Troubles mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's no way I have one meeting where that's not flagged immediately mm-hmm. but here's the reality the brand power of the name Michael Jackson, just People like the brand power attention. already. Mm-hmm. You've already immediately overnight gotten interest in your show, mm-hmm. curiosity around your show, subscribers on your show, mm-hmm. and even the lawsuit. Even the lawsuit. I mean, I, I'm willing to bet several folks had never even heard of no goddamn Oprah Demings no, but before that's this lawsuit. Make national headlines. And so now that we're you're talking in about a, it. We're talking about it. We weren't talking about it before. So now that you are in a legal drama mm-hmm. with with Lady O, with Harpo Productions, with Oprah Winfrey, you are relevant beyond belief. Mm-hmm. Instantly. Instant. And she don't even want no money. It mm-hmm. didn't even cost you shit. Mm-hmm. All you got to do now is be keep it cute, which I'm sure they will. Mm-hmm. Trust me on this. This is not even going to reach the, the inside of a courtroom mm-hmm. ever. It probably won't even reach a settlement conversation. Mm-hmm. This is going to be, oh, Miss Winfrey, we are so sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we didn't even mean to, to ruffle your feathers. Of course, we'll change the name. Thank you for the free Thank press you. and promotion. That, all of that. Yep. Thanks that's for the PR. Well, that's that. I I respect the um I respect <laughs> the the savvy nature of that school of thought. And that's from my them. that that's my theory. I hope I that's don't what it is. But at the that, same time, yeah. I feel like damn, y'all 
y'all had to go that way. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't want it. I don't want well, it if we have to go no. that way to get it. No. I don't. No. And people, um, you know, kind of talking about this issue of the power of name. Mm-hmm. You know, I got a lot of shit on Roni Wolf for a lot of reasons. But one of them was, you know, it was Harlem Night with Ebony K. Williams. You know, mm-hmm. I'm quick to, to run that Ebony K. Williams up in your face. Mm-hmm. And I don't give a fuck. And a lot of people are like, you know... Why? Because I'm branding something here. Hello. You know, but that's why. That's because it's trademark. This show is not called Holding Court. It's called what? Holding Court with with Ebony K. K. Williams. Williams. And that is trademarked with my uh, legal counsel. Shout out to Shay Lawson. Shout out to Shay Lawson doing big things. My lawyer's better than you. Big things. She's the best. Yes. Um, you know, those things are trademarked because they mean something. I'm trying to make a mean something shit, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Really? I was just going to make that point. That's yeah. that's kind of like literally your job. That is it's my so job. to establish the legitimacy of that name. Brand association with that name. That, yes. Every single day I do this show and every piece of content I do, Dustin, I know the same is true of Dustin Ross. Yes. Look at Dustin and all of that. I'm trying to establish uh, authority. Yes. Uh uh, trustworthiness, credibility. Uh, when she says it, you can take it to the bank. Yep. It's going to be true. If there's ever a misstep, she's going to own it. She's going to be accountable. And she is going to operate in the best interest of her people. Mm-hmm. That's what Ebony K. Williams means. And and my job, Dustin, is to build that up over the years. Mm-hmm. And I'm already 10 years in the game just from the broadcasting yep. side. That's before uh, we talk about the legal of it all. Yep. My whole legal practice career. All of that has to mean something. And because it means something, no, you cannot... Start some shit talking about we love Ebony K. Williams. That's the name of your fucking podcast. Fuck out of here. Nope. Absolutely not. It is disrespectful to the work that has gone into brand association with that name. Well, you know what, Ebony? If that is why these ladies Mm -hmm. um, decided to do that, then great. And I guess as far as like, you know, scandals, quote unquote, are concerned, Mm -hmm. this is the least messy. Oh, yeah. Why not just pitch it to Oprah? Well, bag. Bag. Isn't that all the reason to pitch it to her? Well, yeah. Well, you know, this is long. They're highly educated. Yeah. With a right pitch. Yeah. I believe that Oprah's team would have listened to that. I believe that. Oh, I have no. Well, here's. Yes, possibly. Another possibility is Oprah and her team would have said, sounds great. Nice to meet you guys. Right. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Um, And we could do this in house and Mm -hmm. not give y'all shit because. What what incentive would they have mm-hmm. to profit split with you know respectfully two random academics mm-hmm. when the content that the 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 sauce they got that makes already. this show worth something we own exclusively? Yep. So you know it could go either way. All right, ladies, well look, go for it. So long, Oprah Demics, and hello, new content. New content, yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of new content. Great first episode, baby. I'm so so happy to be be back. back. Mm -hmm. It feels so good. Yes, it does. Feels good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right, y'all. Join us again next week when court is back in session. In the meantime, y'all know the vibe. Stay safe. Stay prayed up. And read the what, Dustin? Terms and conditions. I've been waiting a long time to hear you say that again. It feels so terms and conditions. Always. It feels so good. Holden Court is an Interval Present original production from Uppity Productions in association with Dossie Media. Executive producer and host, Ebony K. Williams. Co-host and producer, Dustin Ross. From Interval Presents, executive producers, Alan Coy and Jake Kleinberg. Produced, of course, by Ashley J. Hobbs. Editing, sound design, and mix by Stephanie Morell. Original music by Epidemic Sound. Video editing by Kaysen Alexander and Courtney Deans. Consultant, Carla Wilmaris. Special thanks to operations lead, Sarah Yu. Business development lead, Sheffy, Ellen Swag, and marketing lead, Samira Still. 